I really debated about this morning because I, I, I really want the focus to be on, on the baptisms and what God is doing. And, and I just want to kind of talk to you from my heart a little bit this morning about um, having memorials in your life. And, and, and as I got working on it more, it, it kind of created, it just gave me more information. So I put a little more structure to it. So this is kind of what we ended up with. But I, uh, it's been one of those weeks where I've had a lot of, I've been able to experience a lot of great milestones. Um, you know, early Wednesday morning, my grandbaby was born. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, just check her out, right? It's like, come on. How awesome is that right there, right? Uh, so it, that, I think she's kind of milk drunk over here. And, and I know that she's only out, one out of 360,000 babies that are born every day in the world. She's our grandbaby. And what a milestone, right? And then yesterday, I got the opportunity to witness a beautiful wedding between David and Allie Duval. And what a great service. And family was here, and, and we all roasted outside. And it was, just, it was just a beautiful thing as everyone kind of came together to make this event happen. And then, of course, there's always that, that thing that happens, right? The, the preacher up here asked for, you know, what symbol are you going to give as a token of your love and commitment? And, of course, it's a wedding ring. And a lot of us have those on today. And that's a little touchstone, a little memorial of an incredible event that, that took place in, in David and Allie's lives. It's just a beautiful thing. And then, and then as you go around, even our Warren County here, there's little memorials set up everywhere, right? There's, there's little stones and there's little placards of, of different events that took place because we as, we as humans, we want, we want to remember things. We want to remember the significance of what happened at this place or at that moment in our life. And I think memorials are incredibly significant. And the ultimate like thing that we do is we put grave markers on. There's a little, there's a little cemetery. Just, it's actually on the same road that we live in, and it's all completely overgrown. You'd miss it. But it has a little iron fence around it, and you go in there, and the and, and, uh, the dates on the tombstones are around Civil War era. You know, it's kind of cool. And, and, um, and there's always three pieces of information on there, right? There's always the name of the individual, the birth date, and the death date. And, and those were, for everybody, significant events, right, in their lives. But I think it's important that as we live our life and as we, as we experience what God is doing in our lives that there, there seems to be a biblical precedent for creating memorials in our own lives. Now, what that looks like today and, and what seems to be prevalent in the New Testament is they didn't necessarily build a lot of memorials. They instituted ordinances. Because it's interesting, the word memorial that we see in the Old Testament is actually a word that is also translated um, reminder or to remember. So the idea behind a memorial fits very well with what we see happening in the New Testament where Jesus Christ said in Luke, this do in 
remembrance of me. And that's what we just did as a church. We remembered Christ. That was a memorial that we just did together. And so memorials look a little different today. They're not always a place that's set up. It's like sometimes it's something that you do that connects you. I mean, do you have artifacts or something like that from a loved one that just takes you back? Or a, or a place? Or something that you do? God likes them too, by the way. God likes memorials. And this, this week I was reading in Joshua. And you have to understand that Joshua has just been placed in charge of the people of Israel. Moses was the guy that God used to get them out of Egypt to deliver them to the promised land. And if you're familiar with the story, they get to the banks of the Jordan River and the people of Israel balk. They make the decision not to go into the promised land. And so they end up wandering around in the wilderness for 40 years. Basically until that generation who didn't want to go into the promised land died off. And there's only two people alive that were of adult age now, 40 years later, and that was Joshua and Caleb. And Joshua, Moses is gone now, and Joshua's in charge. And Joshua's job is to conquer the promised land with the people of Israel. And they're on the Jordan River, but the Jordan River is impassable. And so God performs a miracle, and he tells the priests to take the Ark of the Covenant and step into the Jordan River. And what happened as they stepped into the Jordan River, the Jordan River dried up. And then the entire nation of Israel crossed over into the promised land on dry ground. And then God, what he said was, I want you to build a memorial for what just happened. But it meant so much more than just what had happened right there at the river. It was like, we're here. This is what I promised you. And you're in the promised land now. And what he did was he took 12 men. There were 12 tribes, so each man represented a tribe, and they were to go out into the dry riverbed and pick up large stones, one apiece. They carried it out of the river, and they built a memorial made of 12 stones. And I think it's so significant that God wanted the people of Israel to remember this event and make it a very noticeable public thing. In Joshua chapter 4, it's a, it's a really cool story. If you read, it's only 24 verses in the chapter. But in chapter 4, verse 7, and, he, and here's why God says, he said, he, about the memorial, he said, And these stones shall be for a memorial unto the children of Israel forever. So this memorial that God had them build was absolutely intended for them to remember that moment in their life. Kind of like we remember Christ when we take the Lord's Supper together. And this baptismal service that we're going to have today, this, this opportunity to declare our faith and trust in Jesus Christ in a very public way, by getting wet, by by being submerged in water and brought up. I mean, that, there is something about that whole process that is identification 
with Jesus Christ. And I'm not, I, I'm not God, and I don't know why he thought this was a, a good way to identify. But it beats a lot of other things that he could have thought of. But there's something about what's going to take place shortly that I think is significant. And as we look at the memorial that Joshua was commanded to have the people of Israel build, I see so many similarities in what's about to happen today in the memorial or the memorializing of what we're... Because really, baptism is just an outward expression of an inward transformation. It is declaring publicly what has happened inside of you and your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. And so here's a couple things that, that rang true with me as I was reading through this chapter. And the first thing is that, that memorials are necessary so that God's people will know that God did something special. Look what it says in the first part of that same verse that we just read, that this may be a sign among you. He was talking to the people of Israel. And this memorial was something that that declared the fact that God just did something. That God is moving in our lives and God is going to continue to move in our lives. And it's important to memorialize that event. Something significant has happened and here is the declaration of what happened. It wasn't the memorial that was special. It was what the memorial represented that was special. And that's why I want to be very clear. Baptism is not what, is not what establishes your relationship with Jesus Christ. Baptism is simply an outward expression of what's already there. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful way for us to say, you know, I, I'm, you know, there's so many beautiful pictures in baptism. But baptism is not the thing. Baptism is just a memorial about the thing. So not only, does, not only do memorials and, and baptism show God's people that God is doing something special, but also I, think, I love this, so that your kids will know that God did something special. Later in that verse, it says this, then when your children ask their fathers in time to come, you'll be able to tell them what God did. It ought to be a conversation starter. And I know we're specifically talking about baptisms. But wouldn't it be cool if you had things in your life that were, cre- that, that, that were conversation starters with your kids and with your grandkids? Well, how come that's hanging on the wall? What, what was that? Or as you're telling stories. I mean, you want that their conversation starters is what we're interested in. And I think what's important is that it wasn't just that God did something in my life. Baptism and memorials are significant enough to where they become conversation starters with our children. They ought to arouse curiosity. Like, let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a story. Those are beautiful conversations to have with your kids. And then finally, I love this, so that the world will know (laughs) that God did something special. 
Look what it says in verse 24, that all the people of the earth might know the hand of the Lord, <laughs> that it is mighty. You know, it's one thing for, because you, know, you understand that Jesus died for the sins of everyone. And Jesus wants a relationship with everyone. And so memorials and things that remind us about our connection with Jesus Christ can be a significant conversation starter with somebody who's not a believer about what God is doing. Because God's hand is mighty to save. He is the answer. And when his children take the time to stop and memorialize the work that he's done in our lives, then that memorial event, what's going to happen today, points to the one who saves. I love the word remembrance that we see all over the New Testament. Today's baptismal service is creating a memorial in the lives of God's children. And God's people will know and will remember what he is doing. And so that our children will ask questions. And so that this world can know that God is at work today. This is a beautifully special day for a lot of people. And I am thrilled and honored to be a part of what's going to happen here in just a little bit. But this baptism is a marker, it's a milestone, it's a memorial, it's a moment when we recognize the decision that we made to follow Christ. And here's a sweet thing, right? These are folks who have come to us expressing their desire to be baptized because of something that's happened on the inside of them, a connection that's been made. But, but I don't know everybody in here. And I don't know where you are in your spiritual journey or if it's even begun. And my, I got to throw this out there because, because if this is, you know, unfamiliar to you, thank you for coming. If this is something that you're not, not totally comfortable with, I'm just proud that you're here. And if it's something that you're like, Man, this all is new to me. Thank you. Thank you for being here and putting yourself in a position where you can discover something about the Lord because there's no mistaking the fact that we're church, right? And so it's like there has, you knowing that and coming here speaks volumes about your interest in spiritual things. I mean, the only reason I would go to a doctor is if I needed the doctor's help, right? So, and and the only reason I would take my car to the mechanic is if it was time for service. And so I'm assuming that you are here this morning looking for something. But I don't know where you are, and I don't know what that is for you. But this thing about a relationship with God through Jesus Christ is a very real thing. And I believe this, I believe there's something inside of each one of us, we were created this way, that we need God in our lives. And we search for, for a, we search for that our entire life. And it's a hole that can only be filled 
with Jesus Christ. It's, 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 like, it's like we try and put square pegs in a round hole and then an octagon in a round we just, but nothing fits, nothing works. And it's because God has made you that way. So I don't know where you are spiritually, I don't know where you are in your faith journey, but you came to the right place. And as you witness what is about to happen today, what you're witnessing is 20-some people who filled that void in their life with a relationship with Jesus Christ. And that inward transformation, that, that decision to follow him is just being publicly proclaimed today. It's kind of like a, a stamp. It's like I did it. It's significant in my life. And I can look back to that memorial, that time in my life, that remembrance, that baptism, that that was significant. Not that the memorial is what was as significant as what it represents, and that is my relationship with Jesus Christ. And we'd love to have that conversation with you. And in just a moment, we're going to pray, we're going to stand, and we're going to be dismissed. But there will be some fellas down here at the front, and they're great guys that, that love the Lord, and they can answer some of your questions about filling that void in your life and establishing that connection with Jesus Christ. And I don't know what that looks like for you, but for me, it was a decision I made when I was nine years old. And someone clearly showed me in Scripture what it takes to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. And even as a nine-year-old boy, I prayed, and I started my relationship with Jesus Christ. And it stuck, because I'm much older now. And I still have a relationship with Jesus Christ. And it ain't ever going away. My life's not been perfect, but it's been whole. It's not been perfect, but it's been rewarding to walk through life with Jesus Christ. And I encourage you to do the same. Let's pray. Thank you, Father, for the memorials in Scripture and the remembrances that you instituted. And I pray that today as we go down to the river and we witness these folks that are making a significant proclamation in their faith, that you would bless them, bless their lives, bless their family, and help it to encourage all of us in our walk with Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Let's all stand together.